Overtime with Joe Parker provides a comprehensive look into high school sports in North Atlanta. Tune in each week for prep sports headlines and in-depth discussions with local players and coaches. And welcome to another edition of Overtime. I am your host and resident app and media sports reporter, Joe Parker. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. And on today's show, we'll give you a rundown of all the big storylines from this past weekend, including the second week of the football regular season, uh, some weekend volleyball tournaments, and softball updates. We'll start off in football, where a number of teams kicked off their regular season schedules in week two. Uh, those teams include Alpharetta, Denmark, Kingsridge, Northview, Pinecrest Academy, Roswell, and St. Francis. So, obviously, a number of teams getting their regular season underway uh, last Friday. Uh, we'll start with Denmark, who not only played their first game of the season Friday night, it was their first game ever. And uh, following it, Denmark now has the best historic winning percentage in Georgia high school football history at 100%. The Danes got an impressive 43-0 win over Cherokee Bluff. That was a battle of two teams in their inaugural seasons. So Denmark's first game will go down as a lopsided shutout win. The Danes put up some impressive numbers in their win with quarterback Ben Whitlock going 12 for 17 passing with 322 yards and a remarkable five touchdowns. Uh, Nick Carosa, in addition to recovering a fumble, had four receptions for 151 yards and three touchdowns. So a really impressive first outing for Denmark, and you can read more about that game and what head coach Terry Crowder had to say about the Dane's program uh, finally uh, fielding its first uh, regular season game at NorthFulton.com. Also kicking off their season with a lopsided win was Roswell, who downed Campbell 42-14 at home on Friday. The Hornets set the tone early, uh, scoring on the first four, or excuse me, four of their first five possessions in the win. And uh, once again, you can read more about that game and see what head coach Matt Kemper had to say about his team's performance at NorthFulton.com. Adding to the list of local teams opening their seasons with big wins was Northview, who pounded Lakeside Atlanta 42 to nothing Friday night. That is the Titans' largest margin of victory since 2014. So an impressive uh, start to the season for Northview. But not all local teams earned wins in their regular season openers. Alpharetta dropped its Friday matchup to rivals Milton. The Raiders fell 27-37. With that win, Milton is now 2-0 on the season. Kings Ridge also played its regular season opener, and they fell to Riverside Military Academy 27-3. That was Jeff Pickren's first game back at the helm. For the Tigers, uh, another new coach uh, was out there on Friday night in his team's re- season opening game, and that was Frank Barden at St. Francis. Uh, the uh, Knights dropped a uh, heartbreaker to North Cobb Christian in overtime, 21-20 to the final there. St. Francis uh, missed a field goal, a potential game-winning field goal in the final seconds. And then after North Cobb Christian scored in overtime to open that extra period, St. Francis scored but 
failed to convert on a two-point conversion. And sticking with uh, Region 6A teams, Fellowship Christian and Pinecrest Academy met up. That was the opening game of the season for Pinecrest Academy. It was also the region opening game for both teams. Fellowship Christian uh, prevailed in the Battle of the Paladins, 48-30. So Fellowship Christian now uh, 2-0 on the season. And Pinecrest, their uh, losing streak uh, dating back to 2016 has continued. Definitely some some, uh, positive notes from Friday night's games. So we'll see how long that losing streak lasts for the Paladins out of Forsyth County. And uh, some more local teams were in action. Blessed Trinity had a a really impressive 36-6 win over South Forsyth at home on Friday. Uh, BT uh, came out swinging, and and they never let up. Their defense had an incredible performance against South Forsyth. Uh, Drew Morris, South's quarterback, really was pressured the entire night. And the War Eagles didn't have any real success in the running game. So Blessed Trinity now 2-0 on the season. And that loss dropped South Forsyth to 1-1. In uh, other uh, matchups featuring Forsyth County teams versus North Fulton teams, Lambert got their first win over this this season. An impressive 42-14 win over Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee fell to 0-2 with that loss. And North Forsyth won a close one over Gainesville. The Raiders scored with just 20 seconds left to take a 22-21 lead. Uh, Carter Mulliken with the touchdown pass. He he then rushed in on the two-point conversion to give the Raiders the 24-21 win in dramatic fashion. North Forsyth now 1-1 on the season. And finally... Uh, Mount Pisgah fell for their second straight game. They lost 41 to 20 to 21, excuse me, at Mount Vernon. And uh, there was one game on Saturday that was Johns Creek and who made the long travel up to Washington DC to take on St. John's Prep. Uh, St. John's Prep, one of the top ranked teams in the nation. And uh, Johns Creek came back with a 49 to nothing loss against, uh, again, one of the nation's top teams. So uh, looking ahead to the Week 3 games uh, coming up this Friday, uh, one of the big headlines is the Freedom Bowl being hosted at Milton. It's what uh, head coach, Milton head coach Adam Clack said, uh, could be one of the premier high school football events in the country. And with that uh, first-year lineup, it's easy to see how it could become just that. Uh, You have Milton taking on Cardinal Gibbons out of Florida. Uh, There are six total games over the weekend, uh, two on Friday and four on Saturday. So a lot of uh, football being played this weekend at Milton. For those interested in seeing some uh, out-of-state teams or uh, Class 7A's defending state champion, North Gwinnett. And Forsyth Central is back in action after erasing their long-standing losing streak on August 17th. The Bulldogs will take on Cass at home this Friday. Lambert will play its third straight week. They take on Gainesville, who, uh, as mentioned earlier, is coming off a loss to North Forsyth. 
Lambert looking to improve to 2-1 and one this Friday. And North Forsyth and Northview will battle. Both of those teams looking for their second win of the young season. And South Forsyth will look to bounce back from its loss to Blessed Trinity, last year's 4A class state champion, against a fellow 7A school as they host the Etowah Eagles. And West Forsyth will take on Hewitt Trustville at home. Hewitt Trustville lost uh, an, an exciting game on Saturday to Cedar Grove. That one was actually nationally televised. I uh, did have the um, the pleasure of, of seeing Hewitt Trustville in action uh, ahead of this game. A lot of uh, talent on that team. So West Forsyth uh, in for a, what should be a good battle at home Friday night. And speaking of a good battle, Roswell and Centennial will renew their rivalry. It will be the 17th meeting of the Crosstown Rivals. Uh, Roswell head coach Matt Kemper said this was a good uh, rivalry for the community, and he was excited to have the Knights back on Roswell's schedule. Of course, uh, Centennial is in 6A, and now we'll look at Week 3 matchups for the rest of uh, those local 6A teams. Alpharetta will go on the road to face Lanier looking for their first win, and Cambridge will be doing the same against Woodstock at home. Uh, Coming off their two straight uh, wins over St. Pius and South Forsyth, Blessed Trinity continues its uh, ridiculously difficult slate of non-region games. They will travel to face Woodward Academy this Friday. That's going to be a battle of two teams ranked in the top 10 in the state in Class 4A. And Denmark will play its first road game as they travel to take on North Springs. And jumping down to Class A Private, Kings Ridge hosts Providence Christian, Pinecrest Academy hosts Mount DeSales, and there is also a region game in 6A, and that is Mount Pisgah taking on St. Francis. Well, with that, we'll now take a look at volleyball, and we'll start with uh, South Forsyth, who went 2-2, as they hosted the All-City Play Date. The War Eagles downed Buford and Dunwoody in two sets, but dropped their final two games to Lassiter and Walton. South Forsyth uh, kicks off region play against North Forsyth this week. Uh, North Forsyth also competed at the All-City Play Date and went 1-3. BT was also there, and they went 3-1, their only loss in three sets to Lambert. A uh, really close match that one with BT taking the first set 25 to 21, but Lambert outlasted the Titans 30 to 28 in the second set and 15 to 13 in the decisive third set. Uh, that was the only win for Lambert in the tournament. They fell to the talented teams of St. Pius, Walton, and Lassiter, all two sets to none. Alpharetta was 4-0 in the tournament. That included a win over Harrison and a rematch of last year's state championship. The Raiders dropped the first set but dominated uh, the later two. Uh, They then went on to down Sequoia, North Forsyth, and Etowah, all two sets to none. And region play gets underway for Alpharetta and the rest of uh, Region 7-6A this week. Now finally taking a look at softball, Region uh, 5-7A for Scythe Central still leads the pack with a 2-0 record. The Bulldogs face North for Scythe and West for Scythe this week. North is 1-1 in region play and West is 0-2. 
South Forsyth and Lambert play this Tuesday, as does Milton and North Forsyth. In Region 7-6A, Pope remains atop the standings with a 4-0 mark. They are followed by Dunwoody, Johns Creek, Alpharetta, Cambridge, and Chattahoochee. On Tuesday, Pope will battle Centennial. Chattahoochee faces Johns Creek, and Northview and Cambridge will face off. And uh, meanwhile, in Class 4-7A, Roswell will still be looking for its first region win on Tuesday against Lassiter. The Hornets are off to an 0-5 start in region play. And finally, in Region 7-4A, Blessed Trinity is 3-1, and Denmark is 0-2 in region. Uh, Both uh, those Danes' losses came to BT. And the Titans return to region play next week, while Denmark plays a two-game series against West Hall this week. So that's going to do it for this edition of Overtime with Joe Parker. Thank you so much for listening in. And as always, be sure to follow all of our coverage at NorthFulton.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at JoeParkerGA for scores and updates throughout the week. Again, thank you so much for listening. listening to Overtime with Joe Parker. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show and follow all of Appen Media sports coverage at NorthFulton.com.